2: Coach Joyce here, I want this to be your best year ever. I want this to be my best year ever. I want this to be the best year ever for Beverly Nadler, her fabulous daughter, Denise Nadler, a.k.a. Ariana, and we want this to be the best year ever for all our friends, our family, and loyal listeners worldwide, and that means you. And we are having a technical issue, (laughs) a technical issue, but we are good to go. Welcome, Joyce, Barry, and friends, the number one radio show. You might be wondering why this is so memorable quotes, life lessons, and so much more. The Coach's Corner will make you soar. All outstanding guests that we love to feature, you will find this show to be the best teacher. Great authors like Ted Tsuyuba and Bernie Siegel, awesome leaders that soar like an ego. Beverly Nadler with Here's to Your Health, home business opportunities to increase your wealth. Kurt's impersonation and improvisation add to the show's transfundation. broadcasting live across America and around the globe with timely topics and issues to probe. The chat room is always fun. We see your comments and appreciate each one. Want to change your life? Change your approach. And hire me, Coach Joyce, to be your life coach. That would be my honor, my pleasure, and a privilege. And. (laughs) <laughs> Still more technical difficulties So much for that Okay, so uh, as you know Those of you that listen to the show We always lead off with the Rocky music And it refuses to go on Oh, here we go So, happy, happy, happy Valentine's Day, folks. I know whenever there's technical issues or computer issues, I feel like I'm being challenged and tested, but... I don't have to take a Valentine's Day test. I know that it's a day of love and fun and pleasure for most people. And other people, if you're not in that category, you can join in that category today. You are hereby invited to celebrate Valentine's Day, along with author Beverly Nagler and myself, the host, Coach Joyce Barry, as we share our favorite quotes, poems, trivia, riddles, jokes, stories, and so much more to make this very special day fun and fabulous. So without further ado, here is my fun and fabulous friend that I share this show with today, Beverly Nadler. Welcome, friend, Beverly Nadler.
0: Thank you, Joyce. It's a pleasure to be here on Valentine's Day. It is a very, very special day we think of it as being, you know, romantic love, and certainly that's one of the things, but it's a lot more than that. And uh, I was looking up um, love in the dictionary. I was surprised to find what a long definition there was, so I just chose a few that I thought were very apt. Um, one is to be fond of, desire, um, to have a deep and tender affection for or an attachment or devotion to a person or persons, an expression of one's love or affection, a feeling of brotherhood and goodwill towards other people, a strong liking for or interest in something. And all of those things apply because it's not just about romantic love. In fact, one of the loveliest definitions that I've found Um, is is from a book called The Greatest Manifestation Principle in the World, in which the the author is talking about love. And uh, she says it this way, Love is the attitude of benevolence, reverence, and kindness for all creation, including oneself at all times and under all circumstances. And I find that to be a a very beautiful definition of love. It certainly uh, is celebrated on Valentine's Day, but it's something that we want with us every day of the year because it is one of the most beautiful and highest uh, vibrations and expressions that we could possibly have.
2: I agree. And imagine having a day of love and enjoyment and fun so much more on the calendar because we're in very stressful times so we need days like this to show up a lot more often so if it's not on your official calendar make it on your personal calendar and be sure to include love and kindness
0: absolutely and you know one of the most beautiful expressions of love is the the expression of of friendship it actually has a name called Phileo, spelled P-H-I-L-O-E, and it's friendship, it's brotherly love, it's sharing intimacies, caring for each other without physical intimacy, and there's a couple of songs that really demonstrate that, Simon and Garfunkel's Bridge Over Troubled Water, and then you've got a friend by Carol King. These are songs that are about friendship, and friendship, as we know, and I'm talking right now. I'm talking about me and Joyce, Joyce and I. Um, it's such an important, such an important part of of living, of of uh, loving, and it's so much it's different than romantic love. And sometimes romantic love is, you know, it, it involves very strong emotions. Um, and desires to unite, but somehow we find that very often uh, that strength of love and desire uh, turns to some very negative emotions. And generally, not always, but generally that doesn't happen among friends. So I guess the best kind of romantic relationship might begin with the couple being friends as much as they are lovers.
2: Agreed. I want to share some Valentine's trivia that I found fascinating. So let me share some of my favorites of that. Fifteen percent of U.S. women send themselves flowers on Valentine's Day. Did you know that, Beverly? Absolutely not. Wow, that's fascinating. Fifteen percent. huh? 73% 73% of people who buy flowers for Valentine's Day are men, while only 27% are women. About 1 billion Valentine's Day cards are exchanged each year. That's the largest seasonal card-sending occasion of the year next to Christmas. About 3% of pet owners will give Valentine's Day gifts to their pets. California, oh. California produces 60% of American roses, but the vast numbers sold on Valentine's Day in the U.S. are imported, mostly from South America. Approximately 110 million roses, the majority red, will be sold and delivered within a three-day time period. Cupid, another symbol of Valentine's Day, became associated with it because he was the son of Venus, the Roman god of love and beauty. Cupid often appears on Valentine's cards holding a bow and arrows because he is believed to use magical arrows to inspire feelings of love. Hallmark has over 1,330 different cards specifically for Valentine's Day. In the Middle Ages, young men and women drew names from a bowl to see who their Valentine's would be. They would wear these names on their sleeves for one week. To wear your heart on your sleeve now means that it's easy for other people to know how you are feeling. In the U.S., 64% of men do not make plans in advance for a romantic valentine day with their sweethearts imagine that 64 percent do not make plans in advance in victorian times it was considered bad luck to sign a Valentine's Day card. And I wonder is that where the idea of sending anonymous cards come from? At that time it was meant bad luck. In Wales, wooden love spoons were carved and given as gifts on February 14. Hearts, keys, and keyholes were favorite decorations on the spoons. The decoration meant you unlock my heart. And finally, it wasn't until 1537 that that St. Valentine's Day was declared an official holiday. England's King Henry VIII declared Feb 5, 14 a holiday.
0: Ah, very interesting, fascinating, and I would say there is not one of those things, that, except maybe the Cupid and the Arrow, perhaps, uh, that I was actually familiar with. So um, kudos to you. That was a lot of fun facts. And I enjoyed listening to them and um, was surprised by a lot of them. So wearing your heart on your sleeve probably came from that particular um, thing that people did in that time. Very Because we certainly know that expression. You know, we use that expression. But who knew where it came from? Thank you. That was enjoyable.
2: Yeah, I love trivia and I love history of uh, what, those kind of um, issues and what goes on. It's, I do find it fun and fascinating. Okay, over to you. Well, I want to talk a
0: little bit about something, I guess, a little more in the, uh, I don't want to call it serious, but actually the healing vein. The fact that um, love is such a powerful vibration. And it's not a surprise or coincidence that Heart Month is also in February because our heart has the core of the emotions that we think of uh, that are connected with uh, Valentine's. But it's even more than that. Um, The heart emotions are... Love and caring and compassion and forgiveness, appreciation and gratitude. They're actually called core heart emotions. And the, there's a place, of, it's more than a place, an institute, Heart Math Institute, that studies the heart and health, particularly. And they've come up with some a really beautiful exercise that, according to Heart Math and people who have done this exercise can actually help people not only feel better but lower blood pressure create more harmony in their nervous system improve their brain function and help them even normalize hormonal system and strengthen the immune system and it's a very simple and beautiful exercise and I'm going to share it now. So focus on your heart area and consciously activate the feeling of love. How do you do that? Feeling of love or appreciation or compassion or gratitude, any of those, any of those will immediately shift your heart rhythms. So you can think of something, you bring a person to mind, a place, an event, a pet, um, anything, something that you love, that you do, anything that activates any of those positive feelings, and you just stay in that state. And it's a good idea, not necessary, but a good idea to just put your one hand over your heart as you do that. Stay in that state, just breathing, feeling that core emotion, and just about 30 seconds, that's a half a minute, will actually change your state. Open your eyes, smile, and resume your day, and your day will definitely be a better day just for having brought to your mind, to your brain, to your whole being, these wonderful feelings of love or appreciation, compassion, gratitude, caring, any of these core emotions that really literally come from the heart. And what's an interesting thing is that the energy fields. we know we're all energy and we all have fields and energies and vibrations from all parts of our being but the energy field of the heart is actually 5000 times more powerful than the brain's energy field so when we're actually bringing into mind the heart energy we're actually at a much more powerful state it's also a great time to do imaging and affirmations and Prayers. So I want you to share that because it is a beautiful thing to do, and I personally needed to be reminded of it.
2: Wow. These reminders. They all do, in one way or another, touch a nerve because, as I said, it's such a special day, and, and having this kind of insight makes it even more interesting. Uh, you said you appreciated the, the trivia, so let me give you another three Uh, because I think since you like the kind of history like this, the Empire State Building in New York City played a prominent role in the movie Sleepless in Seattle. So this year, like every other, many couples will take or renew their vows on the 80th floor of this famous landmark. (laughs) That's how much that movie left an impression. The red rose was the favorite flower of Venus, the Roman goddess of love. Red stands for strong feelings, which is why a red rose is the flower of love. And wearing a wedding ring on the fourth finger of the left hand dates back to ancient Egypt, where it was believed that the vein of love ran from this finger directly to the heart. Huh. So, I wanted to
0: Very add that to your collection. I love your trivia i really i really appreciate it i don't, i i don't I should remember it better because they are things that you know in conversations can come up and they just you know people will look and say, "Wow, how interesting you've got uh, i it's just fascinating. There are wonderful things that you know information that we can find out, but you are a master at finding out unusual things, and I love it. So thank you for that. Good to be a master at something, right? (laughs) There are so many interesting, amazing stories, love stories, about people that have done things in the name of love that are so, I'm going to say, unique, even weird, and um, I can share some of them with you. One of them uh, is amazing. I mean, to me, to me, it's a bit crazy. But you know, I'm going to say to each his own. A man actually had a friend shoot himself so that his girlfriend will sympathize. He he stages his elaborate death for marriage. I mean, that's crazy to me. His name um, is uh, Russian. He proposed to his girlfriend the completely true scenario above. He knew it had to be convincing, so he hired a movie director, a stuntman, makeup artist, and a scriptwriter to stage the whole thing. And this is what he said I want her to realize how empty her life would be without me, and how life would have no meaning without me. Wow. Is that strange? I mean, uh, it's not not something that I would recommend. <laughs> Here's another one that is uh, totally strange. A husband and wife get surgery to look like each other. They loved each other so much that they felt as if they were the same person. So they decided to physically alter their appearances to look like they were twins and they went by one name. This involved, believe it or not, and I mean that when I say this, getting matching boob jobs, eye and nose jobs, cheek and chin implants, lip plumping, and liposuction. They even tattooed a beauty mark thrown in in the exact same place for both, and the pair actually spent... $200,000 $200,000 worth of plastic surgery. Now, my personal wow. opinion, aside from the fact that this is unusual, is
2: that's crazy. What do you insane. think? Insane. Yeah, totally insane. <laughs> Here's another one. This is a
0: long time ago, 50 years ago or more. Um, a Chinese, 19-year-old Chinese kid got in love. But his uh, family uh, did not like his affections for this woman because she was a widowed woman who was 10 years older than him, so she was 29. She was what today they call, it, you know, a cougar. Back in those days, there was only one thing to do when you fell in love with a cougar. It in, I guess in China, I don't know where else. <laughs> Suicide by wrestling an actual cougar imported from the Americas, okay? So they didn't do that. They decided to run away to a cave on the side of a mountain instead, and they lived there for 50 years. They had no plumbing, no electricity, and the only food they had was the food they could pick themselves. It is an amazing story, um, also crazy. He managed, the man, to bring some crude visions of big city amenities to the company's home in the cave. And in order to help his wife get around a mountain, I guess this cave is in a mountain, he hand-carved 6,000 steps into the side of the mountain with nothing more than a chisel and his devotion to his wife. <laughs> that is another weirdo story. And, you know, you do not have to do crazy things like that to test your love just giving giving flowers sending something saying something beautiful um holding each other cuddling all of these things this is proof and this is a way of expressing love that is um to me far more palatable
2: I mean, there's so many ways to express love if one is creative, but some of these, (laughs) like you said, are beyond the unusual. They're weird and insane. Yes, I totally agree with that. You know, there's um,
0: one of the things, you know, Barbara Streisand had an expression that she would say when she sang. She said, there's one thing about sad love affairs That is really meaningful and important, because they're responsible for some of the best love songs. And it's true. If you think about the love songs uh, that really get people into a feeling mood, uh, most of them are sad. There are some ones that aren't sad. I happen to love the ones that aren't sad very much. And uh, I have some favorites. Do you have any favorite
2: love songs? Uh, I just love uh, music so much. To say is a favorite. um, I love how you love me would be one of them. I love how you love me. That would be it. That's a beautiful song. Absolutely. Yeah, my favorites include
0: some of the, a lot of the uh, show tunes and uh, movie tunes, If I Loved You, Some Enchanted Evening, I've Got You Under My Skin, Night and Day, my Funny Valentine. I mean, all of these are pleasant songs, you know. They're not the club talking about how sad it is that it's over and, oh, because there's so many of those songs. But, yeah, music is, is beautiful, and I do
2: enjoy a lot of the sad love songs, just like Barbara. Uh, yesterday we watched... And, excuse me a, a second, and then there's my friend Elvis, Love Me Tender, which is very sweet. Yeah, that's another, it's another
0: happy love song. And when we think of love, we want to be happy, don't want to dwell on on the sad thing. And it's interesting to note that when we're actually snuggling or cuddling or even any way of being close to a person that we love, we release some really good, um, feel-good endorphins in the brain. So it's a good thing, and it doesn't have to be cuddling a spouse, a child, uh, petting a cat or a dog, or even, believe
2: it or not, hugging
0: yourself.
2: Hugging. People even go so far as to go out and hug a tree. It's whatever works for you. (laughs) Yeah, there's some wonderful
0: one-liners about love Love covers over a multitude of sins, and that actually comes from the Bible. The supreme happiness of life is the conviction that we are loved. And you know, people who may perhaps have lost a mate or don't aren't in a romantic relationship might not realize it's not just about a romantic relationship. Who in your life loves you? Who in your life do you love? These are the things that we want to think about on this day if we don't have a romantic connection. And many people do not have a romantic connection because they've they're had a sad love affair. They're in the middle of a divorce or whatever or they, whatever is going on. But there's always, whether it's our friends, dear, dear devoted people in our lives, um, even colleagues, there's, there's infection Love and we think about those things, and we can especially do that with that lovely exercise that I gave you at the very beginning. Um, just think about that, and um, according to HeartMath Institute, uh, this is something
2: that will literally change the level of your health. It's amazing when you connect it to health. People don't realize that health is connected to about just about. Everything. Since everything is energy, you might say everything is connected to health. So the good feelings that come out of Valentine's Day and love certainly would be very well connected to health.
0: Absolutely. And there are some wonderful researches besides what's done at the um, Institute. Um, they've studied happily married wives. If they hold their husband's hand, um, When they have any kind of stress or they're in pain, they will feel less pain. But they also found that even holding a stranger's hand lowers the brain stress response, even a stranger, so that we could be in a place, um, let's say, I don't know, some, some. Place where we're feeling stress and somebody nearby and if we hold that person's hand we're actually going to feel better this is the the wonder of the creation of the physical and the mental and the emotional and the spiritual how it's all connected and the way that we feel is so important which is why loving things in addition to loving people makes you happy loving music loving art loving some of your possessions, surrounding yourselves with things that you love, things that are beautiful, doing things that you love, whether it's a sports activity or it's a creative activity or it's reading a book that you love. Anything that inspires that feeling is actually helping your body to stay in a state of good health. And if you're sick, if you're not in a state of
2: good health, It actually
0: helps your body to heal.
2: And what else is very healing, folks, I would say is listening to this show every day. And so in the words of our health guru, Beverly Nadler, of why listening to the show is good for you and your health, here in her words, her poem, Beverly Nadler. Listen
3: to me. I have something to say about a wonderful way to start your day. A way to stimulate your mind and increase your energy. Make you feel so good. And guess what? It's free. Weekdays at 11 a.m. Eastern, hear the Joyce, Barry, and Friends Show. You'll find it on the internet, on Blog Talk Radio. This show is upbeat and fun and very inspirational. It's informative, educational, and very motivational. And let's make Joyce, Barry, and Friends the number one Internet radio show. And, folks, we do
2: ask that you participate with us in having that happen. Simply go to JoyceBarryandFriends.com, and and there you will see my picture on the upper left of the home page. And simply by clicking under that, the word follow, you will become one of the thousands of loyal listeners and followers where you will be apprised of every show, every guest, every topic via email. You need not miss any of our shows. When you cannot join us live at 11 a.m. Eastern, 24-7, you can hear our shows in our archives. You do want to become a follower. And while you're at it, you can follow me, your host, Coach Joyce Barry on Twitter and on Facebook they're posted there as well so do check out Joyce Barry and com. Beverly while we're at it why don't you just briefly share about your website website uh, main website is
0: with, is Unlimited Visions or just go to my name uh, com, and it's full of things that have to do with health and well-being uh, it also has my poetry on there and my books. You can click on the link for my books and read about them. Uh, Vibrational Harmony is the, when I say the main book, it's the most popular book, and it's also available in Amazon or uh, other booksellers. And um, Joyce wrote the forward for that book, so if you get that book, and I hope you do, uh, you certainly want to read that because she added something uh, delightful.
2: To the book, and it was my pleasure to endorse a book I totally approve of and know the difference it makes. Uh, I started off sharing the trivia, but now, folks, I want to see how many of you are listening. So here's a Q and A on the trivia. Some of it we covered earlier, some of it we did not, but this is definitely fun trivia. Q&A. So, Beverly, I'll ask you. It's okay (laughs) if you don't remember some of them. You represent the average person listening to the show today. Uh, So, see what you get. What state produces a majority of America's roses? California. Correct. What is the most popular way to say, be mine? Flowers, cards, or candy? Cards. Yeah, I would say cards. Also, the answer according to this uh, quiz is candy. What fruit is also known as the love apple? Oh, I have no idea. I didn't no. either. I had. Uh, did you guess? No, I I have no idea. I mean, it's not going to be an apple. <laughs> as known as a love apple? No, it's not going to be an apple. Tomato is the answer. Who was the first television couple to share a bed on air instead of twin beds? Ooh. You have to go back a bit in time to know this one. Yeah, I, I really don't know.
0: I don't think
2: it was Lucy and
0: um, Desi. Um, huh? Mike
2: I'm
0: and Carol Brady.
2: I have to say I don't know. My, Mike and Carol Brady, the Brady Bunch. What card company is the top seller of Valentine's cards in America? Hallmark. Correct. What percentage of flowers bought on Valentine's Day are bought by men? Ooh, maybe it was 73? Yeah, I guess in different surveys it says different things. For the most part, it's 65%. Between girlfriends, wives, mothers, and teachers, who receives the most cards? Oh, huh.
0: Girlfriends, wives, mothers, and
2: teachers. I'm going to say girlfriends, but I don't know. (laughs) Uh, I didn't guess it either. The answer is teachers. I didn't guess it either. Teachers? Holy
0: smokes! That's
2: uh, so came, interesting. This came you
0: from a Valentine's why? why? Because there's so many schools and so many kids, and if they, a lot of them give their teacher, yeah, that's really
2: interesting. No, I never would have guessed that though. But, you know, I but wouldn't thinking. have either. Uh, that's why I like the trivia quiz. And it's by the way, the source of this quiz was Examiner. dot com is the source. Okay uh what is the winged child shooting love arrows at the at the unsuspected the winged child shooting love arrows are we talking about cupid yes what okay. color m&m is thought to be an aphrodisiac <laughs> I have no idea i would say red but i don't know You would say red, I would say red, and the answer is green. True or false, Valentine's Day is the largest card-giving holiday. Oh, no, actually Christmas. It's behind Christmas. The name Valentine originated in what cultural language? Good question. No answer for me. Not for me, the Latin... Uh, the giving of Valentine's started during what century?
0: I think it was the 1500s, so that would be the
2: 16th century. It's the 17th. Well, I was close. In what year did Valentine's Day be declared an official holiday? Uh, you gave that year, but I do not remember, no. 1537. What country began the tradition?
0: England? Yes.
2: What does the word Valentine stand for or mean? Good question.
0: I have no idea because it's a Latin Valor. word.
2: I... Yeah, Valor, I didn't know it either. Uh, an know. ancient Celtic tradition was giving what? With carved hearts on a as a Valentine's gift. I remember this one. I need you to repeat that. I didn't get it all. An ancient Celtic tradition was giving what with carved hearts on it as a Valentine's gift.
3: Nope.
0: Don't remember. About
2: wooden spoons. I remember that one. How much does the average American spend on Valentine's Day? Don't know. Now, again, this is by this particular quiz uh examiner. I don't know if it changed, I don't know if it's statistically correct, but they're saying the average American spends seventy five dollars. Really? Oh huh. the, the Greeting Card Association estimates that eighty five percent of all cards are bought by what sex? Oh. All cards. Way, there's only two seconds. Not just so. Valentine's cards, all cards, right? Of all cards are bought by what sex? I'd say
0: it would be women.
2: Correct. Including children exchanging cards, how many Valentines are bought each year? 700 million, 800 million, 900 million, 1 billion, or 2 billion? <laughs> 1 billion. Correct. That's a guess. All right, this one, I know you remember. What percent of women send themselves flowers on Valentine's Day? Fifteen. Right. What percent of pet owners give their pets a gift on Valentine's Day? Three. Right. See that? That's why I like when people learn from the shows. How many different cards does Hallmark make for Valentine's Day? A thousand, twelve fifty, thirteen hundred or thirteen thirty?
0: 1330.
2: Correct. How many roses are sold over a three-day period around Valentine's Day? A million, a hundred million, or two hundred million? I actually do not remember that. A
0: hundred million. was a hundred
2: million. Cupid was the son of what Roman god? Eros. Venus. Oh. So
0: where was it?
2: Okay Okay and, and the last one And what Shakespeare play Is St. Valentine's Day mentioned
0: Oh Shakespeare in Love I
2: would imagine But I don't know Hamlet No I really don't know Hamlet Okay so that's my Q&A To test what you remember And I added a few others Okay back to you Beverly What would you like to share now Oh, I'd like
0: to share a very beautiful um, quote from Leo Tzu, a Chinese philosopher and the founder of Taoism. Being deeply loved by someone gives you strength, while loving someone deeply gives you courage. Nice. Isn't that beautiful? And then our dear friend, Dr. Bernie Siegel, is a very... Um, lovely thing that he says and uh, he's a retired surgeon, the originator of exceptional cancer patients an advocate for patients' rights and um, one of his books one of his many books is Love, Medicine and Miracles and he said when you see your life as how can I contribute
2: love to the world you will live a long healthier life Amen to that. Very, very powerful.
0: And of course Bernie has been on your show numerous times. Yes, and I have
2: all his books signed by him. Uh folks, uh, you can go to my website Joyce Barry and Friends dot com you can put Bernie Siegel on the upper right, and all his shows will come up that he joined us. You can put Beverly Nadler on the upper right. All her shows will come up and by the way, I don't think I mentioned this, but I found this interesting as well. What state has a town called Valentine? Huh. have no idea Nebraska uh,
0: that's delightful. That that exists, that's delightful. What a place to live. I live in
2: Valentine. (laughs) Beautiful. Yes. Now, Uh, would you have have known that? No. Pretty much what you didn't know, I didn't know either. Well, and we're both brilliant, so therefore. (laughs)
0: Right. uh, It was was fun. That was fun. You know, I'd love to close, before I close with a poem, uh, with an amazing story that I have shared before, but it just um, depicts how love actually can heal uh, in a way that um, nothing, nothing I've ever read does. Um, and it's an amazing story. Uh, it's a man who was called Wild Bill. and This was um, at the time uh, when, when the um, Holocaust was finally, the war was finally over, and uh, the doctors went into the camps and saw the inmates and, tried to get as much um, things that they could find about them and help them, of course, um, actually, these liberated prisoners, so many had died, but they were going to take care of those who hadn't They had one of the inmates was a man that they called Wild Bill because he had an unpronounceable name, and he was uh, unusual. Uh, he worked fifteen to sixteen hours a day, he was fluent in five different languages. He became their unofficial translator, and they came to him with all sorts of problems. And while the rest of us were dropping with fatigue, this is what the doctor, who actually wrote this in his book, uh, says, well, we were dropping with fatigue. He seemed to gain strength, and his compassion for his fellow prisoners was just absolutely amazing. It just glowed on his face, and there was a glow from within so we came to the conclusion that he had just come to that camp. There was no way he could have been in that camp and been there for any length of time and be in such extraordinary health. Well, when his papers came to them, they were astonished because he had been in this concentration camp for six years, living on the same starvation diet, sleeping on the same airless disease-ridden barracks as everyone else. He had no physical or mental deterioration, and so they could not, they actually could not believe it, and they asked how that was possible, and this is what he told them. He said, we lived in the Jewish section of Warsaw. My wife, our two daughters, and our three sons. When the Germans reached our street, they lined everyone against a wall and opened up machine guns. I begged to be allowed to die with my family, but because I spoke German, They put me in a work group. So he paused as he was telling his story. I had to decide right then whether to let myself hate the soldiers who had done this. And it was an easy decision, really. I was a lawyer. In my practice, I had seen too often what hate could do to people's minds and bodies. Hate had just killed the six people who mattered most in the world to me. And I decided then that I would spend the rest of my life, whether it was a few days or many years, loving every person I came in contact with.
2: Okay, and I'd rather end uh, on a little bit more of an up note than that. I, I know why you shared it, but it, <laughs> it didn't I that fit was in. a
0: great up note to know that love literally Changes our physical and mental being. That the consciousness that we can have and the importance of love, and especially I do want to bring in the importance of self love, is something that we all need to recognize. And when I gave the uh, di- dictionary, not the dictionary, but the definition at the beginning from a book, and I said that it includes self-love, recognizing in ourselves that we have not only the right to be loved, but it's a responsibility because flowing through us is the power of the universe. Flowing through us is, is God. And so loving ourselves gives us the ability to love whatever else is out there, to love others, to feel love. So loving ourselves is the first thing. And it's in fact some psychologists say that unless we do experience love for ourselves, it's very hard. To give love to others, so that's I did want to share, Beverly. I did yes.
2: want to okay. share a few more quotes as we're winding down here that were really special to me. So excuse me for interrupting, uh, but we we do get the point. Trip over love, you can get up. Fall in love, and you fall forever. Author unknown. I love thee, I love thee. It is all that I can say. It is my vision in the night, my dreaming in the day. Thomas Hood. Uh, And then we were talking about songs, Oscar Hammerstein's The Sound of Music, a bell is no bell till you ring it, a song is no song till you sing it, and love in your heart wasn't put there to stay, love isn't love till you give it away. Eva Gabor, famous actress, said, "'Love is a game that two can play and both win.'" Jim Gaffigan said, "'Without Valentine's Day, (laughs) February would be, well, January.'" "'Sometimes we make love with our eyes. Sometimes we make love with our hands. Sometimes we make love with our bodies.'" Always we make love with our hearts, author unknown. Uh, You know when you have found your prince because you not only have a smile on your face, but in your heart as well. And author unknown, again, I always said that's my favorite author, author unknown, because he contributes so much. Love puts the fun in together, the sad in a part, and the joy in the heart. And Robert Frost, the very famous poet, said, Love is an irresistible desire to be irresistibly desired. Uh, falling in love is so hard on the knees, says Aerosmith, but love is a canvas furnished by nature and embroidered by the imagination. And, yes, you, uh, so much is coming from imagination. It's up to you not what you hear, but how you take to what you hear, how you react to what you hear, how your imagination gives you so much more. Uh, So Beverly, are there any other things you want to say in wrapping up? And I know you have a couple of poems that you wrote as well. Um, What I want to say is just let
0: love into your heart. Uh, Practice feeling love. It actually changes things. And keep in mind that Valentine's Day may be just one day out of the year, but loving is every day in the year.
2: Yes, every day in the year. I would say inject love and kindness. And I got that from Ellen about kindness. She closes every show with be kind to one another. And I'll add be kind to yourself as well. So what do you want to say in wrapping up before you get to your poems?
0: I think we've said a lot, Joyce. We've talked about the importance of love, uh, ways to increase love. We've had some fun with love and also talked about the healing power, which because I'm a health guru, that is probably one of the most important parts of this show to me when I can talk about the healing power of love. So that's it. Keep that in mind. Enjoy this wonder, wondrous day and bring love into your heart, into your life. Six hundred days of your right, three hundred and sixty-five days of your life. And when you, you know, and when things go wrong, as they often do, not the way you want them to, stop for a minute, breathe, and think about something beautiful and something that you love, and it will change the way you feel.
2: Okay. Actually, before you uh, share some of your poems, I, I did want to mention just a few very funny, uh, adorable riddles. Uh, what did the stamp say to the envelope on Valentine's Day? And the answer is, I'm stuck on you. Uh, what travels around the world but stays in one corner? And the answer is, a stamp. Why is lettuce the most loving vegetable? Because it's all heart. Why? What do squirrels give for Valentine's Day? Forget me. <laughs> Forget me nuts. Why did the banana go out with a prune because he couldn't get a date? What did the caveman give his wife on Valentine's Day? Uggs and kisses. What did the paperclip say to the magnet? I find you very attractive. And what did the elephant say to his girlfriend? I love you a ton. And... Finally, what did one pickle say to the other? You mean a great deal to me. Uh, I like this one. La- last one. What do you call a very small valentine, a valentini? Very cute, yes. Yeah.
0: very cute and an uplifting way to end a show that is really uplifting and has a lot of a lot of fun and a lot of good information and some unique Facts
2: that we might never have known if we don't tune in to Joyce Barry and Friends. Okay, and uh, what poem would you like to share? All roads lead to love. Stop struggling. Life is
0: meant to be a joy. Stop struggling. Be like an innocent girl or boy. Begin trusting. Rest in the knowledge of a magnificent divine plan. Where all roads lead to love. Don't you know how special you are? Don't you know you're destined to go far? Don't you know life is full of challenge and blessings? Appreciate it all and learn from the lessons. Stop struggling. Bring peace to your weary soul. Stop struggling. Know you're part of a wondrous whole. Begin trusting. Believe in the magic of living with a grateful
2: heart for all roads lead love. That was beautiful, Beverly. Why don't you share another one as well? Okay, this is Love Changes Everything. When you're feeling
0: sad and kind of blue and wondering what you ought to do, gently put your hands on your heart and smile. Think of someone you love, and in a while, the sadness will go and your soul will sing, because love changes everything. When people are sharp and treat you unkind, send them love anyway and pay them no mind, for the love you send will come back to you, bringing blessings to all that you do. You'll feel more alive and your soul will sing, because love changes everything. What makes you laugh? Fills you with delight? What warms you on a cold winter's night? What do you cherish? The fragrance of spring? What makes you soar on an eagle's wing? What brings a smile to your lips in spite of it all? What makes your heart jump when you hear the call? Whose touch can soothe your worry and pain? Who do you want to be with again and again? All of these and many more represent what you adore. The mere thought of them transforms how you feel, for love has the power to heal. When someone you know has a bad day, And you can't think of the right words to say. Smile and send love their way, and their gloomy mood won't be able to stay. Their heart will be lighter, and their soul will sing, because your love changes everything.
2: That was wonderful, Beverly. Your poems are always wonderful. I I found this, the Hymn to Love, by the Apostle Paul, these famous words about love, ...is often read at wedding ceremonies, so I thought it was kind of special, from Corinthians 13, 3-7. Love never gives up. Love cares more for others than for self. Love doesn't want what it doesn't have. Love doesn't stretch, doesn't have a swelled head, doesn't force itself on others, isn't always me first, doesn't fly off the handle, doesn't keep score of the sins of others, doesn't revel when others grovel, take pleasure in the flowering of truth puts up with anything trust god always always look for the best never looks back but keeps going to the end corinthians 13:3-7 so wrapping up in a sentence or two what do you want to leave our audience with we love you and you spread spread your love out there in the world and you you make the world a better place. And you can make a difference, folks. That's what I want to leave you with, one person and one positive action at a time. Pay it forward. Pay it back. Be kind to one another. Bring joy and happiness, and I'm always happy. Beverly, when you're the guest on the show, you always do a great job. And my special prayer for all of you is what I'm going to be closing with, the last day, the first day. May yesterday be the last day, the very last day of your struggles, your suffering, your ill health your misfortunes, your problems, your pain, your worries, your troubles, your trials and tribulations. May today be the first day. It is the first day of the rest of your life. May it be the beginning of the very best of your life with extraordinary wishes granted and dreams coming true. Make this the most meaningful year of making more money, good health, good luck, good fortune. Attracting special people and opportunities, creating magical memories, and manifesting marvelous miracles. So, folks, I wish you a very happy Valentine's Day. May you be your favorite Valentine and however many friends that are in your life boyfriends family have them be your valentine too you can never have too many valentines and we invite you to sing along with us dance along with us and laugh along with us we really want to share the joy and love with all of you so here to the joyce barry mash do jump in in, dancing laughing and singing